I'm Debbie Godfrey. Welcome to the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast. This week, I'm going to go back to talking about the most common mistakes that parents make, according to the book, The Challenge of Parenthood by Rudolf Dreikers. And today's topic is anxiety. And parents that are anxious might see nothing but the dangers that we want to shield our children from. And often, our, our love for our children is what drives this anxiety. And unfortunately, children don't have the same level of cautiousness. And when we carry all the caution for them, they don't have to. And what I, might, my, what I mean by this is if we're always afraid and we're always watching out for them, they don't learn to watch out for themselves, which is what they really need to do. And so while it is a scary world out there, it is, you know, there is, it is our job as parents to keep our kids safe. We also have to teach them to take care of themselves and help them acquire the ability to recognize dangers and cope with them on their own initiative. If we're too timid and anxious, parents will rob their children of valuable experiences. I'm reading a little out of the book right now. These children remain improvident and are all the more liable to come to harm. They might play with matches, turn on the gas, and climb onto shelves. Meanwhile, the parents' anxiety increases, and once the parents slack in their surveillance, the dreaded mishap finally occurs. So what happens is if we're too anxious, if we're constantly cautioning our children against, you know, away from things that we perceive as dangerous, we're not actually teaching them the skills to avoid the danger, and it makes those things even more intriguing because of the way children develop. And Dreiker shares a story of a five-year-old Tommy that takes advantage of his mother's anxiety by running away from her constantly, playing in the street, making her chase him. And when she came to Dreikers for advice, he told her that she needs to realize that if he runs away, that he needs to learn. If he runs away, he might get lost. And Dreikers wanted the mom to set him up in a safe situation, you know, maybe at a park away from a busy street or somewhere that she could monitor the situation and allow him to get a little bit lost so that he could experience that feeling in a, in a safe environment. But she was horrified that he would even suggest such a thing. And two weeks later, she called up Dreikers to share went about how Tommy had climbed out on the third floor balcony of their apartment and was sitting on the roof. And, and it, took, it took about 20 minutes for peop- the, her and some other people to try to get him to come in, and he was taunting and teasing them. And this, again, is because he didn't learn healthy healthy responsibility for taking care of himself in those situations that he was using the mother's anxiousness to cause her even more stress. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This week, I'm going to go back to talking about the most common mistakes that parents make, according to the book, The Challenge of Parenthood by Rudolf Dreikers. And today's topic is anxiety. And parents that are anxious might see nothing but the dangers that we want to shield our children from. And often, our, our love for our children is what drives this anxiety And unfortunately, children don't have the same level of cautiousness, and when we carry all the caution for them, they don't have to. And what I I mean by this is if we're always afraid and we're always watching out for them, they don't learn to watch out for themselves, which is what they really need to do. 
And so while it is a scary world out there, it is, you know, there is, it is our job as parents to keep our kids safe. We also have to teach them to take care of themselves and help them acquire the ability to recognize dangers and cope with them on their own initiative. If we're too timid and anxious, parents will rob their children of valuable experiences. I'm reading a little out of the book right now. These children remain improvident and are all the more liable to come to harm. They might play with matches, turn on the gas, and climb onto shelves. Meanwhile, the parents' anxiety increases, and once the parents slack in their surveillance, the dreaded mishap finally occurs. So what happens is if we're too anxious, if we're constantly cautioning our children against, you know, away from things that we perceive as dangerous, we're not actually teaching them the skills to avoid the danger, and it makes those things even more intriguing because of the way children develop. And Dreyker shares a story of a five-year-old Tommy that takes advantage of his mother's anxiety by running away from her constantly, playing in the street, making her chase him. And when she came to Dreikers for advice, he told her that she needs to realize that if he runs away, that he needs to learn. If he runs away, he might get lost. And he, Dreikers wanted the mom to set him up in a safe situation, you know, maybe at a park away from a busy street or somewhere that she could monitor the situation and allow him to get a little bit lost so that he could experience that feeling in a, in a safe environment. But she was horrified that he would even suggest such a thing. And two weeks later, she called up Dreikers to share went about how Tommy had climbed out on the third floor balcony of their apartment and was sitting on the roof. And, and it, took, it took about 20 minutes for pe- the, her and some other people to try to get him to come in, and he was taunting and teasing them. And this, again, is because he didn't learn healthy healthy responsibility for taking care of himself in those situations that he was using the mother's anxiousness to cause her even more stress and to not and he's not learning how to judge risks and he's not learning how to take care of himself so any children who grew up with any degree of self-reliance aren't as as incautious as their parents believe in this respect children's intelligence is greatly under intelligence is greatly underrated so what we see and what's quoted in here is that far more adults get hit in the street than children. And the point here is that often children will be actually paying more attention if they're trained well. And adults oftentimes aren't paying the attention that they should and can get hit by cars. So if children are raised intelligently, they show caution. And I'll give you a personal example of this. I can't prove it. But I think my oldest daughter, I was teaching her about not going in the street, and this was before I had parenting classes, and I actually spanked her, gave her a swat, and told her not to go in the street, and she never went in the street. It worked immediately. By the time my son came around, I wasn't spanking my kids anymore, so I would tell him that he couldn't run in the street, and if he was outside and he looked like he was going to run in the street, I would pick him up and I'd carry him inside, and I'd say, Michael needs to play inside if he's going to run in the street. He can't you know, Michael can't play outside if he's going to run in the street. And I was used the broken record technique. And it, you know, it took a hundred times in a long period of time before I felt comfortable that he wasn't going to run in the street. Well, years down the road, after these two kids being trained differently, I noticed that my daughter Brianna, who was trained with spanking, had very little street awareness. Sometimes we'd be out walking and talking and we'd go to cross the street and she wouldn't even look. And I'd like, Brianna, you have to look before you cross the street. And she's like, oh, so I feel like she didn't get trained well because she was only de- not going to the street, you know, deter- moving away from fear of getting hit, not learning to be responsible for the street. 
Whereas one time I saw my son and he and a friend were playing ball and the ball went running into the street and he was chasing after it about 100 miles an hour. And when he got to the curb, he stopped on a dime and he didn't step in the street. And he had way more awareness of being cautious than my older one did. And so to me that, even though I can't scientifically prove it, my sense of it was that he learned much more responsibility based on me training him rather than the way I taught my older daughter, which was to instill fear in her. So I hope this helps. Have a great day. Happy parenting. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast. I assume you're here because you're getting something out of these daily pep talks. And wouldn't it be great if more parents could hear more about these ideas for their children? And you can help me in a great way by liking the episodes, by sharing them on your social media, and especially by providing a review on your platform of choice. So if you could do me a huge favor and do that, it would really help get this out to many, many, many more parents. And we can all help our children feel more seen, heard, and understood, which is my life's work, is to make sure that all children feel loved and appreciated and that we can discipline them without breaking their spirit. So I hope that you've enjoyed these podcasts and will continue to enjoy them. And I really appreciate any support you can give me here at Positive Parenting Pep Talks. Thank you so much. Have a great day and happy parenting. Hey!